When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome back to Stumps. Nims is and Bryce McGain with you. It is great to have your company. And uh, I'll tell you, the less we focus on what's going on at the MCG, probably the better, Bryce, I think. But uh, someone who's been an out-and-out superstar, the WBBL has been going from strength to strength. We talked to Laura Jolly last week from cricket.com.au. And the, the amount of runs that have been scored in the WBBL has been monstrous. And a good chunk of those runs have been caught, <laughs> scored by our next guest. Joining us on the line... The Sydney Sixers captain and absolute superstar and World Cup winner as well, Elise Perry, returns to Stumps. Elise, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. No worries. Thanks for having me. Now, Elise, um, we, as, we, as we mentioned, you have been in stellar form. I mean, Bryce, we look at the, the previous scores that she's had. This time last week, you had an average of 209, but uh, obviously it's been a bit more human now. And what's been, what's been the huge difference, Elise? Um... Oh, I don't know. I guess it's sort of cricket in a sense. Like you, sometimes you get a bit of an opportunity and you get on a roll, and it's um, it just kind of comes off for you. And um, you know, I've really enjoyed it. Um, but I think you know, it's also been really nice the success that we've had so far as a team in the comp because um, you know, in terms of competitions, it's certainly the, the toughest one that I've ever played in. Uh, the WBL. Just there's so many games that come so thick and fast. Um, and, you know, all the teams are so competitive as well. And as you mentioned there, like, there's so many runs being scored and, and so many teams playing such aggressive cricket at the moment. So, um, yeah, it's been a nice start for us. But, um, yeah, so I guess we're only halfway through. So there's plenty more to do. Well, we catch you on your day off and uh, a well-deserved day off. Was it a bit of a challenge coming back from winning a World Cup? I and mean, You basically rolled into it the next weekend. Mm. And uh, the Sixers had a surprise loss against the Stars. Was that down to a bit of fatigue? Oh, to be honest, I don't. I don't think so. Um, uh, if you look at that game, actually, I, which is the first one, um, all of our overseas players actually played really well. So um, yeah, we got beaten by um, you know a really good Melbourne Star side, and Lizelle Lee from South Africa scored a hundred on on that day as well. So we sort of just got steamrolled. But um, yeah, I think across the board, there's um, a few girls that are feeling a little bit of. Um, I guess fatigue and stuff from you know from what's already been a, a reasonably big year, but at the same time, like I mean, it's also a really really good thing that we're playing so much cricket now, um, and yeah, that there is an opportunity I guess to get tired because you know there's so many competitions to be involved in mm. and, and matches to play. So um, yeah, so I think everyone's managing it pretty well. Um, yeah, from our team's perspective, everyone's sort of going really well and really enjoying themselves, and um, yeah, I, I guess it's just one of those things. And we have touched on your great form and run of form. Do you think this actually helps for that, that there is a game that comes up quite uh, consistently? You, you've hit 200s already and 350s in, in this version of the Big Bash. Do you find that that's a benefit, that there are so many games, and while the bat's hot, you keep rolling out there and whacking them around? 
yeah, yes and no. I mean, it's funny because the game's come so quickly. It sort of feels like things just change so rapidly. Like we had a, a, a bit of a chat as a team or, as well about this because, you know, you can sort of absolutely smack the ball one day and, you know, you've got a game the next day and you might just, you know, get a good ball or feel a little bit rusty and, and then all of a sudden you're like not sure whether you're in form or not. And I think as a team as well, you might have a, a bad game and then um, that sort of throws you a bit where um, you probably got to look at it a bit more broadly and, and in context with things um, because, yeah, as you said, it just like comes thick and fast. So um, I think, you know, the more that you can kind of have perspective on, on how things are going and just acknowledge that you can't get it right every day, um, you know, I think teams are much better at bouncing back and being resilient. Now, at least when you first came into the, I guess, the Australian lineup, you're probably more known for your bowling. Uh, you, you've def- always been an all-rounder and that sort of stuff. Have you made sure that Matthew Mott has noted your performances now for the Sixers right up the order? Because at the World Cup, you were batting in that middle order there for a while and probably didn't get a hit for a lot of games. But uh, have you let him know, hey, I'm all right at the top of the order too? <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't let Mott know. Uh, I think, oh God, you look at our um, Australian team and seven of our top eight are all openers for the WBBL club. So, I mean, there's absolutely no doubt it's the best place to bat um, and everyone wants an opportunity up at the top of the order because, um, yeah, because, I mean, it's just kind of the only place that you're guaranteed to hit really in T20 cricket. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed coming back and having a little bit more time in the middle. Um, yeah, also, the wickets are a lot nicer here to bat on than what they were over in the West Indies. So <laughs> maybe it was a bit of a godsend that I didn't have to bat too much in, in the West Indies and now I can come home and play on some harder, <laughs> faster and bouncier wickets. Very typically, too, Bryce, uh, had to bring up your bowling because everyone has been talking about your batting, and it has been absolutely stellar. But uh, you've also got impressive, impressive bowling stats as well this season. Five wickets for 151 runs at a pretty good economy rate, too. Um, do you sort of have? To, how do you balance both workloads, especially being the skipper as well? Because obviously, it's just as easy for you to, you know, delegate stuff. But when a lot of that delegation is on yourself, uh, how do you sort of manage all of uh, all of those many hats that you wear? Oh, um. I love being involved in the game. Um, I'm not very good at sitting still and, and watching. So, I mean, I suppose it's nice to be able to do both skills. But, um, yeah, I mean, Sixers is the only team where I um, where I captain. And, and certainly, um, like, figuring out when best to bowl yourself has probably been um, a bit of a challenge for me because, yeah, I guess from a bowling perspective, you're just used to being told from the captain when you're bowling and, and you just take it on. But, um, yeah, actually kind of distinguishing when it's best for me to bowl and, and when, um, yeah, I hand the ball to someone else's, um, yeah, a bit of a balance. And I get it right sometimes and sometimes I'm probably a bit reluctant to bring myself on. But, um, yeah, I did a lot of work um, over the winter and then also, you know, in the West Indies um, on my bowling. And, fortunately, our Australian bowling coach is also coach um, so it's kind of been nice to have those conversations with him and kind of keep plugging away at it but um, yeah I'm not great at it to be honest (laughs) yeah Alyssa uh, sorry uh, Elise I'm talking about I want to talk about Alyssa yesterday she stole a bit of your thunder Mm. you you had this outstanding opening partnership uh, 112 uh, off uh, 69 balls to launch the sixes you got over 206 um, can it keep getting better? Are there there's some milestones that you two want to achieve together that you really want to make a mark on the competition? Um, oh, yeah, um, probably the really obvious one is we'd love to win another title. Um, <laughs> I, I guess that's a pretty um, 
yeah, it's pretty uh, sensical. But I think, you know, from my point of view, and I'm sure Midges to an extent, like we've played all our cricket together since we were nine years old and have always been in the same teams and never on opposing teams. So, I mean, it's a really special thing that we've been able to share together. And, um, you know, especially this season, like she's just been in unbelievable form, you know, since <laughs> since the season started and, um yeah, the way she's been batting is just incredible. And, you know, yesterday it was just really fun standing up the other other end and watching her kind of had the best seat in the house, really. It was also a fantastic effort with the ball, too, by the Sixers. Uh, Lauren Cheadle, three for 22. Uh, also, got got to respect the spin as well. Lauren Smith, two for five. But uh, the one that I really mm. stood out was uh, Hayley Silver-Holmes, two for 21. She's only 15. Now, as someone... Uh, you yourself, who made your debut at a very, very young age, uh, do you sort of see that, um, see a bit of yourself in her as well, that uh, now you get so many young girls and young guys too that are making their debuts uh, for playing elite-level cricket? Um, yeah, Helen's uh, very impressive. I don't see much of myself in, you know, to be honest, because she's already taller than me and <laughs> uh, <laughs> a fair bit stronger than me as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, it is really cool, I think, um, one of the most um, brilliant things about this competition and um, I guess the emergence of women's cricket in the last couple of years has been, you know, the opportunities that we're now able to provide to, to young female athletes like Hayley and, um, you know, numerous others around her age and a little bit older are doing incredible things um, already. And, yeah, I can see, you know, down the track, whether it's four or five years' time, they're, they're going to be un- unbelievable players. And, um, yeah, I think the game's going to be an incredible spot. So, yeah, it's a really exciting time. It's nice to have someone like her in the team too, just too young. And, um, yeah, it's really refreshing. So it's been really cool to, to see that. And, and, yeah, it's been really nice to give her that opportunity as well. As we mentioned before, you're uh, just uh, having your day off and no doubt got your feet up and relaxing. Do you, do you keep an eye on how the Australian men's team are going at the moment and uh, I guess uh, the, the challenges they're facing at the MCG? <laughs> Um, I'll be honest, I don't watch a lot of cricket. Um, I watch the Big Bash when I'm cooking dinner at night, but um, I haven't watched too much of the test. I'll like, check the scores a bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's been an amazing series with India and, and Australia so far. Like, it's so competitive, and obviously the last test match was great in terms of Australia um, playing really well, and then this one's been a tougher one for us. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it's made for very intriguing viewing, and... Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the last test goes now. We did have Matthew Mott on the uh, on a few weeks ago, and he, he outlined that maybe it wasn't that long ago that uh, the women's team went through some similar cultural changes, and they they really defined clearly as to how they want to go about their cricket, and and it, there's been a big change in that. Have you uh, will notice that as well, and and been a part of that that development uh, to help that women's team now become very consistent and very uh, successful as well. Um, yeah, we certainly did a lot of work on that over about um, 12 months. Um, we had a pretty disappointing result in the um, one-day World Cup over in England last year. Um, and I suppose, like, in a lot of ways, that was a really great catalyst for us to kind of, um, you know, to some some, some extent, put a, la- um, a line in the, in the sand and sort of say, uh, in terms of, you know, and I'm speaking very much only on the field here, um, in terms of the way that we want to play and what we want to be known for, we really need to commit to something and have everyone on board and know exactly what that looks like, both as a team, but for every individual in the team too, in terms of the role that they play. Um, and I guess, you know, what we then 
deem is, um, you know, success because I guess like, um, you know, 100 runs or five wickets is, looks great statistically and, and people talk about that a lot. But I suppose on, on a more um, intricate level of the team, like contributions of 20 off, you know, 10 balls or, you know, none for 14 off your, your four overs can be just as important in a, in a game. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, we've got to a really good place where we just know exactly what we need to do um, as a team, but also individually and everyone's committed to that, which has been been awesome. Well, Elisa, since the footy season finished, uh, you guys had a T20 series against New Zealand, then the ODIs and T20s against Pakistan in Malaysia, of all places, followed by the World Cup, now the WBBL. Then you've got uh, New Zealand in February. Are you going to take some time off after that, or have you got other tournaments like the Kia Super League or uh, maybe some of the other um, New Zealand leagues that you're going to be a part of, or uh, do you just want to put the feet up at some point in time? Uh, To be honest, I haven't really thought that far ahead um i guess at the moment it's kind of just like one comp to the next and see how how, um, how, how things go because you know i guess sports really fickle with injury and um selection and all that kind of stuff but um yeah i mean like what you highlighted there is pretty awesome in terms of the opportunity to play now and, and to do that all year round um i think the t20 leagues have been pretty um yeah, pretty pivotal, I guess, in the development of our game in the last couple of years. Just like playing um, in different conditions with different teams, but also alongside like other international players, mm-hmm. has been just phenomenal. So um, I think everyone jumps at the opportunity to do that. I mean, it'd be lovely to see an IPL come into the game, into women's game at some point. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I guess like all those things are kind of possibilities. But uh, to be honest, at the moment, I'm kind of only really think about the big bash and, and hopefully, you know, us having a bit of success there and then kind of go from there. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's been, been a really enjoyable summer so far. Well, Elisa, one thing you probably have to do heading into 2019 is maybe add some more um, space on the shelf for another trophy because uh, Lord knows they're probably full as it is. But, uh, hey, thanks so much for taking some time to chat to Bryce and myself here on Stumps, uh, especially on your day off too. And uh, best of luck for the rest of the WBBL. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.